I'm ready, I'm ready. Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires. One family at a time, one day at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and one Bitcoin at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. Today is December the 9th, 2022, and what an active cryptocurrency space we have today. You know, we've got a lot of people that have been uh, really just asking the question, how do I know uh, if cryptocurrency is a scam? And we're still having that conversation. Yes, we are. They want to know if cryptocurrency is a scam, and they want to know if there's a difference between Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And so, we just constantly have these questions that come up, and today I'm hoping that I can shed a little bit more light for those that are still straggling the fence, trying to figure out exactly what this thing is. I know a lot of the conversation has got to be repetitive because we've got to hear things over and over, especially when we're in a new space where people are uncertain, and then there's things that are happening that make people a little bit more uncertain than they already are, and so we're just continuing to reiterate information to make sure that our community has the best information possible. And so on this December the 9th, 2022, we're going to start with our cryptocurrency quote, and it says, the relative success of Bitcoin proves that money first and foremost depends on trust. Neither gold nor bonds are needed to back up a currency. And so um, the reason I am bringing this quote up is because the last couple of conversations that I've had with individuals that were seeking to understand what they need to do to educate the community on cryptocurrency keep saying to me, but Bitcoin is not backed by anything. It's backed by trust. But the United States dollar is not backed by anything either. It's not backed by gold. It's not backed by bonds. But we still go to the store because we trust that we're going to be able to take that fiat dollar and exchange it for whatever we're trying to buy in the store. And so if we keep that in mind, if we're understanding that nothing right now that we're using is actually backed by anything, it makes it really easy or a little bit easier, not real easy, but a little easier for us to understand why Bitcoin uh, is possibly okay. And I'm going to say possibly because a lot of people are still, again, straggling the fence. But why it is okay to be involved with something that's not particularly backed by an actual commodity. And that is uh, because nothing else is and it's still working. And so that actual quote is a quote by Arnon Gruberg. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, that is our quote for the day. And we're going to jump in to our actual um, market update because we've got a lot to talk about. Again, there are some stories that I wasn't able to get to yesterday 
that I'll probably wind up spilling over into tomorrow or into Monday because of the fact that there's just so much happening in this cryptocurrency space. So first and foremost, Bitcoin right now is trading at $17,115. And yes, it is down from yesterday, 0.20% for the last hour. In the last 24 hours, it's down 0.44%, which means when we purchase our dollar cost averaging $6 worth of Satoshis today, we are going to get we're actually going to get more Satoshis today than we did yesterday because the price has gone down. Now, again, Bitcoin being on sale, we're happy about this trading sideways, at least I am, because I'm not quite yet ready for the bull market to come because I want to make sure that our community is good. So we got Ethereum at $1,264. It is down 0.44% in the last hour and in the last 24 hours, 1.1%. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will jump into the cryptocurrency conversation. We're going to talk about why Bitcoin is not crypto, uh, shouldn't be compared to crypto, but it is a cryptocurrency. And so we'll get into that when we come forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve. With Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. And we are just going to jump into a couple of things that we need to be uh, doing as far as housekeeping is concerned. I cannot express more than uh, I, I just can't express this enough to each and every one of you that are. Uh, listening to my voice, it is imperative that now we take custody of our coins. I am seeing a couple of things in the background that are indications that some of these platforms do not have your coins like you think they do. Now, it is no secret that you can log into your system or you can log into a website and you can actually see the coins that they're supposed to be holding for you. But ladies and gentlemen, we in this cryptocurrency space are really feeling as if these individuals that are running these exchanges are really doing whatever they want to do. Most of these uh, young professionals are just really doing it their own way. They're not doing it the traditional way. Uh, but they're thinking traditionally because they're able to, they're trying to just really, um, I'm a, just take advantage of people's ignorance in this space. And so the more we look at reports, the more that uh, is being actually uh, uncovered as it relates to FTX, the more I am seeing that these young individuals, and I, all of them aren't young, but a lot of them are taking up the practice of just uh, not having any type of regulation. And so they're doing whatever they want. And it looks like they're getting away with it. And so I have got to really stress to our community, you're going to have to take a couple of extra dollars. If you're in this cryptocurrency space, ladies and gentlemen, you have got to purchase a Ledger wallet or a Trezor wallet immediately. This is a really, really important message today. I am seeing uh, what looks like Crypto.com's report. 
And Crypto.com says that they have, of course, they have collateralized uh, all of the assets that they have, and they look like they're in good standing. But I still have several people on the Crypto.com platform that are missing their Bitcoin. And so, ladies and gentlemen, this is really not a joke. We don't have time. I know you all don't think it's a joke, but a lot of people are very lackadaisical as it relates to losing money. Uh, and I think for the most part is because, I don't know, somewhere in our mind, and, and people talk about the philosophy of us as African Americans in investing. We take losses and we just kind of say, oh, well, you know, I'll try something else. And I want to just share in this space, I really beg you not to be of the mindset that, oh, well, you can do this again or you can find something else or you can get involved with something else. I want us to do this right the first time. We have a short window of opportunity. And when I say a short window of opportunity, I am literally talking to you about the next 12 to 24 months is critical for us. I'm also uh, taking a look at the markets and the consumer price index and everything else that's happening with the Fed, everything that's happening with the recession, whether they want to admit that we're in a recession or not. And I am going to even take a step further in telling you to purchase your ledger or trezor, which is one of the only things that I'm asking that you actually purchase a ledger or a trezor, to put your Bitcoin or your cryptocurrency on it. But then I'm going to take a step further and ask that you uh, do not, do not buy anything that is a big box item. And I'm serious about this because what is about to come down the pipe may not necessarily hit us so hard in California, because there's, and there's a couple of different reasons why it won't hit California as hard as it's going to hit people around the country. But we've got to know and we've got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that it's coming. It's almost about 99% certain that we're going to have a massive recession. Every indicator is out there. Every piece of literature is out there. And they're telling us and showing us what is going to happen. And so... Uh, I've been talking a whole lot about this cryptocurrency blow up on, of course, the radio, and I've been doing some some small talks and just really talking about not leaving any of the cryptocurrency stored on these exchanges. But it really doesn't seem as though those individuals that I'm meeting and passing in our community are getting this message. And so what I'm asking each and every one of you to do, because those of you that are listening have hopefully ordered your ledger or your trezor and got this thing, gotten ready for what is going to take place as it relates to these, these exchanges. But uh, one of the other things uh, that we've got to really do is pass this information on to our friends, our families, uh, those individuals that you know that are in this cryptocurrency space that may not be getting this message. It is critically important that we don't lose this money or this that we have invested or these Satoshis or Ethereum or whatever people are holding right now. I am asking that you take it upon yourself to uh, really just share this information with the friends and family that you have that are on these exchanges. I also want to ask that you take it upon yourself, individuals that you know that are dibbling and dabbling in these different cryptocurrencies that... Uh, they not only get off the platform, but that they may 
figure out which one or two they are going to um, get involved with and really focus on uh, just stacking those and not venturing out into many because we don't know what the aftermath of this space is really going to be. And I'm seeing some signs that I'm, I'm kind of, I'm afraid for our community. I'm afraid that we're going to miss out. And, and you know, the, the Bible tells us that God doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but a sound mind. Uh, and so when I say that I am, um, when I say that I am worried for our community, uh, when I first started going on tour across this country, my biggest concern was the fact, fact that black and brown folks in America have a couple of ways of thinking. First, we got a bunch of people that feel like they have everything in order. They've arrived and they really don't feel like they need to be involved in this digital revolution. And so I'm fearful for those people because they absolutely need to, and they at least need to get the information under their belt. And then secondly, we have that group of people who have never even heard of Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, and they're going to absolutely, uh, unfortunately, they're going to suffer because of the fact that they don't know. Because when this thing does hit, it's going to hit harder and faster than anything else that we've known as far as the changing of money, the, the revolution of this digital uh, industry. And then we've got those individuals that are in this space still today in our community, specifically my young brothers and sisters that are thinking this is a get rich quick scheme. They've heard or talked to a couple of people that are, um, that are just saying that they're making all this kind of money and they've got this in this account and they're able to show that they have this amount in these accounts. And a lot of those accounts are not liquid. Although, again, you can log in and you can see this money, but you can't pull it off because the liquidity is not there. I'm worried for those individuals. And this fourth pot that I am adding, I am so afraid for those individuals who are leaving their coin to someone else to uh, actually... Uh, go in and make sure that their their uh, their I don't want to say trades because a lot of people are doing the trading and I don't I, you know my hat goes off to those individuals that are doing trading but these are just individuals that feel like this space is still like the bank where you can take your money to the bank and your bank will be the bank will be there the doors will be open for you to get your money out when you need to I'm gonna tell you. I'm leery about that happening based on some of the conversations that I'm hearing, but specifically in the cryptocurrency space, you cannot be lazy in this space, family. We have got to do something different than we've done before, and we've got to really take heed to what is about to happen. And I don't know, I feel like today is just a real day to give a warning. I've been warning. I've been talking about this recession. I have been, I mean, every single thing that I see lets me know that we need to be on watch. When I hear our president get up and tell us that the, um, when I hear our president get up on television and say that our economy is booming, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, that's a problem. It's a problem when all the numbers don't show that our economy is booming. It's just, it, and it, it makes me wonder why they would just continue to lie to the public about what's actually happening financially in our country. And so as I continue to just 
uh, worry about my household, worry about your household, worry about our community. It is imperative that we take the steps right now to make sure that we are not left in the hands of the individuals who have not served us properly in the last I don't, hundreds of years. We've got to do something. And since we're in this cryptocurrency space, those of you that have cryptocurrency, now I'm not even just talking about Bitcoin. I'm talking about XRP. I'm talking about all of these other cryptocurrencies. Put it in a wallet, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have to take a couple of dollars and invest in those, in those things such as the ledger and the trezor to make sure that we have our ducks in a row when the time comes because we cannot leave it up to these young reckless individuals to take care of our funds because they're not. We're not their concern. The little bitty people that have $15,000 worth of Bitcoin, $20,000 worth of Bitcoin, we're not their big concern. Just trust and believe we're not. And we've been back and forth with these exchanges about people's Bitcoin that's missing and they don't care. But what I am seeing is now that they're having to prove how much Bitcoin they're actually holding for people. Uh, there are some companies that are just outright saying that they're not going to provide that information for safety purposes. But it's not for safety purposes, ladies and gentlemen. It's because they've been doing whatever they wanted to do with your Bitcoin while you have not been knowing that it's your responsibility to self-custody self your coin. So today, um, the most risk now, just so you all know, are these companies. And I'm going to read them out today. And so if you know of anyone or you yourself have your coin on these platforms, I think you should be um, wondering if you should move it quickly. And I'm going to say this. Crypto.com is one on my list that I am researching that you, that are, they're at risk. You've got KuCoin. I don't know who uses KuCoin. I've used KuCoin way back in the day. I uh, haven't used it in years. But you need to be worried. Just a little bit. And I'm going to say Binance. Even though Binance has some really sound practices, I am seeing some things that worry me. There's an exchange called Nexo. And any of the smaller ones where you have left your Bitcoin or your cryptocurrency, you must take notice that today you're stacking. We're stacking Satoshis. Even on the Black Wall Street wallet, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. You bought it already, but it's time to log into the Black Wall Street wallet. It's time to log into Binance, KuCoin, Crypto.com, Nexo, and put your Bitcoin on a cold storage device. And what we're going to do, uh, because we are popping up in on the holidays, we'll probably have a Ledger in Me 123 course where I can help show you all how to actually store your Bitcoin. We can, we can definitely do that or any other cryptocurrency. I believe the Ledger takes about 146 other coins. It also takes NFTs, but I'm not going to get into the NFT side of this. It is imperative that you know, ladies and gentlemen, that you can do this. It is very easy. We do not have to be lazy about these finances of ours. We have got to take, uh, we've got to take the first step to actually get our coin safe. And one of the tips that I want to give you um, is that I only want you to move a very 
small amount the first time until you really feel confident about what you're doing. So if you have your ledger or your treasure and you've just been waiting, we are going to have a ledger in me, one, two, three, and I'll go ahead and announce the date for that on Monday. We'll make sure that we have the date ready for all the listeners. But that means you need to order your ledger right now so that we can all get on a Zoom and I can help you to install the ledger and I can help you transfer your coin to wherever it needs to go. That being said, uh, just so you know, our ledger in the one, two, three, we do it on Zoom, but we do it anonymously. There are no names that are going to be displayed. Nobody knows who's on the line other than me. I can see it. I'm the only one, myself and another administrator. We're going to make sure that you continue to be safe and that nobody knows what you're holding. I won't even know what you're holding, but they won't even know that you're on the Zoom. So we want to make sure that you're confident and comfortable when you move your cryptocurrency. Um, And then we're going to make sure that you back up your seed phrases on paper and not on your computer. Again, there's some things that we have got to do. There's some housekeeping that we have got to do to get our cryptocurrency safe. So we're going to spend uh, an entire day talking about backing up your seed phrases, not putting it on paper, not taking pictures or any of those things. I, I'm telling you that it's getting a little bit ser- more serious than we thought a lot quicker than we actually thought. And so as I continue to search and as I continue to kind of probe, as I continue to stay almost laying and waiting and watching and quietly making sure that our community has great information, I'm going to continue to let you know. Um, Don't believe anything. And I'm going to say, I hate to say it that way. If it's positive news right now, financially, ladies and gentlemen, be very skeptical about what you're hearing. And if your exchange is taking too long to give you your coin or something of that sort, this is really the time. So when we come, it's time to move. So when we come forward after news, traffic, and sports, ladies and gentlemen, we will have another conversation about things that are going on in the cryptocurrency space. I hope that you uh, got a lot out of this morning and, and are seeking to work or move in urgency. This is KBLA Talk 1580. We don't try to be all things to all people. We just remain true to who we are. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see. We're KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So let me say this. I said crypto.com as a, a exchange that you need to be worried about. Uh, and I'm also going to tell you that there was that independent firm called Mazars Group that was one of the uh, firms that has been going throughout the cryptocurrency space, seeing if these companies are doing what they're supposed to do. And crypto.com actually released their proof of reserves data. But ladies and gentlemen, I do not trust anything. I I don't even know right now because I'm seeing so many different things and so many different numbers and different things coming out, but they're stating that they're okay. So crypto.com is stating that they have proof of reserve data from this third-party auditor called Mazars Group. And so 
I still am asking you if you're on crypto.com to move your cryptocurrency because, I mean, it doesn't make a difference. It makes a difference, but it doesn't make a difference if you have the Bitcoin or the cryptocurrency or if the exchange has the Bitcoin or the cryptocurrency. The price is still going to go up and down. It's still going to fluctuate. The only difference is you have full control over it. But there is a news article that came out that actually shows Crypto.com is doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. But again, I have a lot of clients that are missing Bitcoin. So even if that is correct, that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing as far as uh, making sure that they have proof of reserve, what they're not doing right is taking people's Bitcoin and using it how they want to use it. Now, that I do know. And so I'm saying be very careful when you're reading something or listening to something because everything that's going on in this space right now is not what it appears to be, as well as the other financial markets. I am saying everything that you're hearing is not really what it is. And so every time you listen to someone, I want you to stop and think critically. Why are they saying this? Should we just be doing the opposite of what they're telling us? Should we be spending or should we be saving? The next 18 months, mark my words, I will stand behind it. I will be, I will, I will be that person that stands in the town square and, 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 and is stoned if this does not come true. We are getting ready to experience some rough times the next 18 months. So uh, these exchanges are going to experience some rough times. The stocks are going to experience some rough times. People with their jobs and their savings and their 401ks and all these things, they're going to be experiencing some rough times. And we've got to take some extreme measures. So your extreme measure is listening to nausea and saying that there's no big there's no big purchases that you should be doing in the next 18 months. I know for some of you that's hard. I know for some of you, you need a car and you need to take advantage of some of the tax write-offs. I'm one of them, ladies and gentlemen. I was actually, my husband and I are still grappling with whether or not we're going to be able to take advantage of the tax write-offs uh, that's available to us if we purchase a certain pound vehicle by the 31st of this year. But we are being realistic and saying, hey, if we do the 100% write-off, is it really going to benefit us down the road just based on what we're seeing? And so we've got to make that decision. And, of course, every household is different. Every business is different. We're all going to have to take a look at those things. But uh, it's critically important that we are actually paying attention to the signs, uh, listening to the warnings, Heeding those individuals that are telling us that our, our country is not going through a recession and that everything is okay because it is definitely not. And we're going to have to make those decisions individually. There is no cookie cutter on this. There are also no certainties. Uh, we don't know exactly how this is going to hit. What they are predicting is that California will fare a little bit better than the rest of the country because we have some of these contracts that have just been handed down through aerospace. We've got a lot of the tech companies that are still here. And some of the tech companies and these cryptocurrency companies that have laid people off, they laid them off in other states, not necessarily California or other countries. Just like we heard uh, that a lot of the employees that were let go 
from Twitter were over in Africa. And so they weren't here in the United States. They weren't here right here in Los Angeles. They were in other countries or other states. And so they're, they're predicting that California is going to do better. But I will tell you that you're going to continue to hear great things about companies that are either public, that have stock attached to them, so that you can continue to buy their stock, or you're going to hear great things about certain coins are companies that own these cryptocurrencies because they want to enhance the price of their cryptocurrencies. So beware of that as well, because it's not just going to be a stock company that's going to be saying, you know what, our numbers are good, things look great. It's going to be these cryptocurrency companies that need to pump a couple of bucks into their coins so they can make a lion's share profit off of it. And so you've got to watch these cryptocurrency companies just as much as you have to watch what everything else is going on. So I'm saying if you're going to make any big purchases in this cryptocurrency space, I really don't think the next 18 months is the time for you to go invest in the thing that you think is going to be the next Bitcoin because it definitely is not going to be exactly that. So I am just putting that warning out there. So today is full of warnings. Also, I was taking a look, you know, I was taking a look at this mining industry and going back and forth in my mind and talking to my son because I was very transparent. He got a fabulous job earlier this year and moved to Texas. And then abruptly last month, he was laid off along with all of his other colleagues and some of the, uh, some of the C-suite individuals at the, at the mining company. And we've been really trying to figure out what in the world is going on in that space because they're making millions and millions of dollars a day. And so I started doing some digging, and I found out some things. And I found out how exactly this mess actually developed. And what I'm finding out is that the state of Texas had a bold experiment that welcomed Bitcoin miners to their state to help them balance the power grid, and it turned into a lone state disaster. I'm just going to say a lone state size disaster. So in the wake of rising energy prices and the debt, and you hear me right, the debt burden among the miners, it is a catastrophe. And so what happened is a lot of these mining companies went public, and in order to get go public and get their stock to get to the levels that it got, they actually went into debt for some of these mining machines. And when they went into debt with the mining machines, I don't know if you all remember, but uh, there was a Bitcoin mining uh, ban that happened in China. And so a lot of the miners were waiting on some of the miners that they bought from China to get over here. In the meantime, they went and bought uh, box fresh, top of the line machines from near bankrupt miners during this time. And, um, and those miners couldn't get to them in the United States. And so they had to buy uh, brand new stuff, and it, there were a whole lot of things that led to this actual meltdown of a lot of these Bitcoin mining companies. And so right now, they're panicking, ladies and gentlemen. Here in December of 2022, a lot of the mining companies are panicking because they are over-leveraged. And only a handful of companies 
are buying Bitcoin mining rigs these days. And so all of these other companies that have spun up to sell Bitcoin mining machines are also suffering. So we're seeing a lot of things that are trickling down uh, in this cryptocurrency space. And the only true sanctuary that I see is actually buying and holding Bitcoin on your own without any other elements. And again, I sleep really well at night knowing that I'm not depending on anyone else uh, to make sure that something happens for me and my family. And so I'm excited about that part, but I got to let you know. So uh, this that's what I'm finding out. And so these miners use their debt to actually stretch their money even further, holding on to Bitcoin as they produced. And what they did was speculated on its worth. And so they were able to prop up what they thought the price of Bitcoin would be in the next couple of years to their investors in order to get more people to pour money in. And again, they overleveraged themselves. Um, and there was just so many things happening. And so when these parties came to an abrupt end, they had to let go some of their employees, some of their staff. And since the price of electricity in Texas was going up, since the grids were having issues, and then the Texas infrastructure was not holding up. Like, they are really backtracking in Texas right now. And so we're going to see how this actually affects uh, the cryptocurrency space. And I'm not talking about the price of Bitcoin, because if these miners are unable to mine for Bitcoin, someone's always mining. Even if it's the person at home here in the United States that's just getting a little bit of Bitcoin here and there, they're actually um, they're actually mining. So the mining is going to happen, but the, the point is who's going to actually be able uh, to do that in Texas if Texas shuts this thing down as far as mining is concerned. So this is um, a little bit different. This is a different type of a bubble. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we are going to jump into Nike. Nike just released something that is pretty interesting in the cryptocurrency space. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome forward, welcome forward. So there's a couple of companies that I wanted to bring to your attention that have found a way, specifically, I'm going to say in our community, to take advantage of what our spending habits. So what we do know is everybody, all different types of nationalities, if you look it up, they're buying Jordan, uh, all different nationalities, not just African-Americans, but overall, African-Americans consume and purchase the most uh, Air Jordans and Jordan paraphernalia and all of those things. So Nike, a couple of years ago, got a patent for something called Crypto Kicks. And I've talked about this as I've educated for years. And they actually have now dropped their NFT Crypto Kicks. And so what they're doing is they're selling Jordans inside of the metaverse. And prayerfully, our community and our youngsters will not purchase so many of these Crypto Kicks that they are not able to pay their bills here in the real world. And so uh, they have these slam dunk shoes. They're calling them slam dunk shoes, but they're able to wear them in the metaverse. And they're actually, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, 
about $634 people are paying for these kicks that you wear in the metaverse. And so um, this is an opportunity for this brand to prove that it has appeal to the mainstream consumers. And so they're watching the black and brown community to see how much of this we actually consume. And I'm worried that our children, as I stated before, our, our youngsters, even our adults over the age of 45 or 50 are getting ready to consume these tennis shoes in the metaverse or these shoes in the metaverse to make themselves look better inside the computer. And so what this is going to cause is less money in our community overall. And I don't believe that you're going to be able to buy a $634 pair of Nikes in the metaverse and then think at some later date that somebody's going to come along and pay more for them. I just really feel like this is going to be a depreciating asset inside of the metaverse from day one, almost like a car when you buy it and drive it off the lot. And so I would just caution our community to be careful because people, companies are looking for ways to extract funds from us right now while stuff is new and innovative. And so this is something that I would suggest that you take a look at and make sure if you have teenagers or young adults in the 20s that you're talking to them about price and valuation and secondary markets and those sorts of things so they understand if they're buying it, they may not. Um, be getting any additional money for it at a later date. Like if you have Jordans right now from 1980, you can sell them for a couple hundred dollars. This may not be that, but they're hoping they can play off of that. And then uh, when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to jump into some of the things that we're doing this weekend with KBLA and what we're going to be doing this uh, entire rest of this month. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. We're not for everybody, but we're for everybody. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So tomorrow morning or tomorrow for the uh, better part of the morning and afternoon, we will be on Crenshaw and Vernon. We are going to be having a fabulous celebration of our new mayor, Mayor Karen Bass, and we're excited about that. So we're asking each and every one of the listeners to come out and be with us. I will be there from start to finish. I'm excited about lending my time and energy to someone who has lended her time and energy to us for years. I remember uh, when the Community Coalition started, and I'm super excited about uh, everything that uh, Karen Bass has done, and I'm excited that she's the new mayor. So I ask that you all come out and support KBLA and Mayor Karen Bass as she, as we celebrate her success and celebrate a new chapter in her life. So with that, um, ladies and gentlemen, I will see you tomorrow out on the corner of Crenshaw and Vernon at, in Lamar Park, and really excited about that. Just look for the KBLA banner and all of those things, and we will be there. Most of the uh, talk show hosts that are on KBLA will be out there on tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. So we are going to dollar cost average our way to wealth. And so today we are going to uh, get our $6 worth of Satoshi. 
Satoshi being the smallest increment of a Bitcoin, like a penny is the smallest increment of a dollar. I am asking that you open up your, uh, take out your cell phone. I know some of you are listening on your cell phone on the app, but you can click on the Black Wall Street Wallet. And we are going to click on the purple circle in the middle. And at this particular time of day, we are going to purchase $6 worth of Satoshi. And we're going to click continue. And after you click continue, you are going to figure out what designated wallet you're going to put this in. Now, if you haven't set up designated wallets, the Black Wall Street wallet allows you to have segregated wallets inside of your actual wallet. So mine says KBLA Talk 1580. I am going to click continue. And voila, we have purchased $6 worth of Satoshi at the price of 17000 at the price of $17,115, which means, again, we are getting less uh, Satoshi than we did seven days ago, but we're getting more Satoshis than we did yesterday. And that's why dollar cost averaging is so important. It allows us to take advantage of the markets at any given time, higher or lower. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank you for rocking with me on Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, and just like we did, one Satoshi at a time. And we are making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. I am so looking forward to seeing you all out tomorrow at Lemur Park to celebrate Mayor Karen Bass. And this has been an incredible week. We've got a lot of things to do. And next week we will be announcing our Ledger and Me course. Please order your Ledger wallet. If you don't have or know how to get one, please send me an email at asknigerroberts at gmail.com. AskNigelRoberts at gmail.com. I'll send you a direct link. Please make sure you check the links when you're purchasing so that you're not on a phishing site or anything like that. We want to make sure that we're safe. Please do not buy it from a third party. Buy it directly from the manufacturer, please. It is important that you do that to be safe. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve on this unapologetically progressive KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.